news. CITR 101.9 FM presents News 101, Vancouver's volunteer-produced student and community newscast. Now here's your host, Brad Pepping. Good evening and thanks for joining us. In the news this week, we hear from SFU professor Jeff Derrickson, who spoke last month at the Impact on Communities Conference about the nature of public space in the upcoming Olympics. Following last week's cancellation of UBC's underground bus loop, we ask students what they think of the school's decision not to go ahead with the planned loop. We'll have all this plus sports and your weekly weather forecast coming up this half hour right here on News 101. First up, I'm happy to present this weekly series with the UBISI, a look at campus news with Samantha Jung, Charlize Gordon, and Katarina Gorkik, who are in studio this afternoon bringing us the headlines from this week's front page. Hi, I'm Samantha Jung for Katarina Gurdjieff and Charlize Gordon, and these are this week's top stories. TransLeague announced last Tuesday afternoon that they are not in a financial position to fund their share of the underground bus loop project proposed for the middle of campus, putting the project on hiatus again, this time perhaps for good. TransLink did not allocate funding for capital projects in their 10-year plan. The university will now work with TransLink and the campus community to explore viable options through a consultation process. Fourth-year music student Jared Miller is one of the five composers selected by the Vancouver Sympathy Orchestra to compose an Olympic-inspired piece. At 20 years old, he is the youngest recipient. His three-minute piece is titled 2010 Traffic Jam, and Miller drew inspiration from all the sounds and percussion he heard while working around Canby Street. His piece will premiere on December 5th at the Orpheum. During this year's third annual NASA Regolith Excavation Challenge, a robot built by six UBC students managed to excavate a total of 43 kilograms of moon dust, or regolith, thereby securing a solid sixth place for the team. The team, called TREAD, were from the UBC Thunderbird Robotics team and had been working on the project since September 2008. The winning team managed to excavate 400 kilograms, but TREAD did not go away defeated. In fact, they were pleased they got the opportunity to test out their design. UBC students took off their pants to support prostate cancer research last Wednesday afternoon as part of the NST Recruits Contest. If their charity fundraiser, called UBC Pants Off for Charity, is deemed the most successful out of the teams competing, they stand to win tuition for a year and a paid summer internship at Coca-Cola. The craziness was unfortunately mitigated by the cold which caused all but the bravest to sport their underwear over tights or pants. UBC President Stephen Toop once again made the top 10 list of the highest paid employees in BC's public sector. He made the number three spot with a salary of $575,813 in 2008. Lisa Castle, UBC's AVP Human Resources, told the UBC that the reason for Toop's high salary is because compensation criteria varies depending on which part of the public sector they belong to, and that UBC looks at other universities in Canada to stay competitive. However, some feel that these high wages are ridiculous in this session, and the government is not giving enough compensation to respond to the cuts to student aid. The RCMP are once again under scrutiny due to a recent student investigation which has warranted claims of favoritism and lack of clarity in their issuing of special occasion licenses, or SOLs, on campus. Neil Janssen, editor of the blog UBC Insiders, discovered these discrepancies and is here today to talk to us. Hi, Neil. Hello. 
What is an SOL to start off? Uh, an SOL, a special occasion license, is a one-time liquor license that you need to hold an event on campus. Uh, there are some permanently licensed facilities on campus, like the Pit Pub or Mahoney's or Kerner's, uh, but for any group wanting to hold a special event, like a beer garden, um, they would have to go get a special occasion license in order to, uh, to, to be legal. How many SOLs have you looked through? Uh, since January 2008, uh, I think I'm at about 810 currently, but it's an ongoing project. As new SOLs come in, uh, I catalog them, add them to the database, and uh, you know, look for more trends and, uh, and see what's in there. What are the problems you have found with the RCMP regarding SOLs? Well, basically, they've been doing two things. Uh, one, they've been instituting extra rules uh, that can't be found in provincial liquor laws, and you cannot find uh, find any reference to them in the RCMP's documentation. Uh, these are things like minimum price rules uh, and maximum drink rules. But at the same time, they've been disregarding uh, provincial liquor laws, um, things like uh, two-per-month rules, where uh, you can only get two SOLs per month, uh, but... Organizations like UBC Athletics have gotten over 80 SOLs in a 10-month span, um, and the RCMP just kind of seems to turn a blind eye and, and uh, approve these anyways. So what has the, been the RCMP and Athletics' responses? Uh, athletics, for their part, has said uh, that they were completely unaware that they were supposed to be limited to two per month, and they simply applied and were given them, and, and so didn't stop because, uh, you know, I would do the same thing. If I could have a 